Welcome to Form with Jonathan Ellis. In month three of our Rooted series, Jonathan offers a catechism lesson on outreaching love. Enjoy! Hello and welcome back. This is Jonathan Ellis, and today we are going to continue taking a look at how what it means to be a Christian relates to our roots as a church community. And our discussions are taken, as always, from the book To Be a Christian, which is a catechism, a text that's meant to be used for the teaching and instruction of Christian disciples. But as always, let's begin with a word of prayer. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated to you. And then use us, we pray, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So this week we are going to continue looking at our rooted belief that God's kingdom came and are longing to have outreaching love for apart from authentic, active service, we believe there is no true religion. Alongside this belief is the prayer that God's kingdom would come. Now, this root of belief stems in part from the Lord's Prayer. According to Luke 11, Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say. And then he taught them the Lord's Prayer. Jesus taught it to his disciples as both a practice as well as a pattern for prayer to God the Father, as we read in Matthew 6, verses 5 to 8, and Luke 11, verses 5 to 13. In this prayer, we pray that God's kingdom would come, and last week we looked at what that means. We also pray that God's will would be done. What does that mean? What is God's will? According to Proverbs 4, Hear, O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. For I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom. Get insight, don't forget, and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. In Matthew chapter 22, beginning at verse 36, someone asked Jesus, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. That is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Jesus also said in the gospel according to John, chapter 6, beginning at verse 39, And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in Him should have eternal life. 
and I will raise him up on the last day. In Paul's letter to the Romans, in chapter 12, beginning at verse 1, he writes, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And in Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5, beginning at verse 18, he writes, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespass against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. What is God's will? God's will is to reconcile all things to himself in Jesus Christ and establish his kingdom on the earth. His will is revealed in the whole of Scripture and especially in Jesus Christ, whom we are called to serve and imitate with our whole lives. So, what do we pray for as we seek God's will? According to Psalm 10, beginning at verse 17, O Lord, you hear the desire of the afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed, so that the man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. Luke chapter 18, beginning at verse 7, says, And will not God give justice to his elect, who cried him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 6, beginning at verse 10, says, Finally, Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand firm. And in the second letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 3, beginning at verse 1, it says, Finally, brothers, pray for us, that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored, as happened among you, and that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men, for not all have faith. In Paul's first letter to Timothy, From chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, he writes, First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, 
intercessions and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So what do we pray for as we seek God's will? We pray for God to break the dominion of the world, the flesh, and the devil, to establish justice and thwart the plans of the wicked, and to strengthen and direct his church, and to extend the kingdom of his grace. God has made his will known to us through his word, through his son, Jesus Christ, and through his law. God's law, the Hebrew Torah, also means instruction. And it's God's direct pronouncement of his will, both for our good and for his glory. And Jesus summarizes this law in Matthew 22, beginning at verse 35. We've already read this. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Jesus also says in the Gospel according to John chapter 15, beginning at verse 7, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And in John's first letter, chapter 5, beginning at verse 2, he writes, By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey His commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. How can we do God's will? According to Deuteronomy chapter 30, beginning at verse 15, See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil, If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today, by loving the Lord your God, by walking in His ways, and by keeping His commandments and His statutes and His rules, then you shall live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. Micah chapter 6, verse 8 says, He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? In the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 28, beginning at verse 19, Jesus says, 
to his disciples, Go therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning at verse 1, says, Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus, that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we told you beforehand and solemnly warned you. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this disregards not man, but God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you. John's first letter in chapter 2, beginning at verse 15, says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. How can we do God's will? We can walk in God's will by loving Him and our neighbor and by taking our part in the church's mission to extend His kingdom in the world. Now, when we pray that God's will will be done in the Lord's Prayer, why do we pray on earth as it is in heaven? Psalm 103, beginning at verse 19, says, The Lord has established His throne in the heavens, and His kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, O you His angels, you mighty ones who do His word, obeying the voice of His word. Bless the Lord, all His hosts, His ministers who do His will. Bless the Lord, all His works, in all places of His dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Daniel chapter 4, verse 34 to 35 reads, At the end of the days I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my reason returned to me, and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored Him who lives forever, for His dominion is an everlasting dominion, and His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, and He does according to His will among the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay His hand or say to Him, What have you done? From the book of Revelation, chapter 4, beginning at verse 8. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all round and within, and day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. 
And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. So why do we pray on earth as it is in heaven? In heaven, God's name is perfectly hallowed, and his will is perfectly obeyed and fulfilled. And we pray for his kingdom to be established fully and his will to be accomplished on earth, that his name may be perfectly hallowed in all creation. And so then, now as our Savior Jesus taught us, Let's also pray together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom The power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in. And until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to Table Radio, an extension of the life of the Table Church, a community in Victoria, B.C. Our mission together is to love God, love each other, and to love and bless our neighbors so that we may see Christ revealed in common life. Music for this episode provided by the Preparation EP, written and arranged by Coco Relieve, and can be found at thetablechurch.bandcamp.com. To learn more about our community, please go to tablechurch.ca.